It's almost time for the 16th annual Omaha Film Festival. Every year, thousands of people gather to commune over feature films, documentaries, short films. Film fans gather to meet their favorite filmmakers and to see Q&As. And the filmmakers gather to commune with each other and engage with audiences. But due to the ongoing pandemic, like most events this year, the festival is going virtual. For today's special KIOS at the Movies, I had a phone call with Omaha Film Festival's Executive Director, Mark Longbreak, about the challenges and what he's excited about with this year's event. Yeah, so the last thing that I actually did, big public thing I did before the pandemic happened was Omaha Film Festival volunteering for the for the Academy. <laughs> yeah. Many, many people can say that same thing. We were literally one of the last film festivals um, on the planet to actually have a physical event. I know there have been some small ones that have happened. Um, I know Slamdance is happening right now. It's virtual. Sundance happened a couple weeks ago. It was virtual. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a kind of a weird time. So we've fallen into that as well. So we're going to be virtual here coming up um, on March 2nd, and we'll run the festival for two weeks, which will be great. Um, you know, normally the festival's six days um, in three theaters, uh, and uh, it, it's awesome. You know, people come and it's fun. And it's a big crowd of people. Um, but when you would show up, like you know, for example, on a Thursday night, you have to choose between you know one theater that's got a feature, one theater that's showing shorts, a theater that's showing documentaries, and you know, people can't see everything. So now we've expanded the festival for two weeks. Everything's virtual and you can literally sit at home uh, in front of your TV or in front of your computer and watch everything we have to offer. So it's kind of a first time um, in our 16 years that people have been able to do that. So kind of cool. Let's dive a little bit more into what that looks like. So people basically just go on to the website and they buy tickets to individual movies and then. Yeah, it's, it's real similar to um, what the festival has been. So, you know, there are people that like to do a deep dive and like really get into, hey, we're going to be here every night and we're going to see everything that you have to offer. Um, so those people, you know, we've got uh, all access passes, um, which we've always had. And we have that again this year. So this year we've got a $90 all access pass, which will get you into everything um, that we have virtually. And then we do have some physical screenings as well, which we can talk about in a minute. Um, so that's 90 bucks. We have a virtual pass um, that will let you see everything. So we're showing 94 films. Um, so for $70, you can get that virtual pass. Um, and then we do have a physical pass as well. I think that's 50. Um, and you'll be able to see some of the physical stuff that we're showing. But yeah, you, um, Eventive is uh, an organization. They actually started several years ago um, doing virtual uh, events, um, both live streaming and things that are pre-recorded. Um, so they're kind of the go-to uh, in the industry. Um, many, many of the big festivals went to them this year um, to do that. So um, they've really bolstered their their servers and, and all that stuff, um, and they're kind of the the most reliable and biggest company as far as doing this kind of thing. Um, I actually met the guy who um, started the company a couple years ago at another festival, so um, I liked him personally. Um, so I thought, well, let's go with these guys since they're sort of the industry standard, and I want them to be, you know, I I need someone to be stable and have their ducks in a row when my people are signing on. So yeah, you just go to our website. Um, there's a schedule of films. You click on that and you can look at all the different films. There's trailers for um, all the features and all the documentaries have trailers. So you can read a synopsis and see who's in it and whatnot. Um, and then if you want to just watch one film, um, 10 bucks, just like always, is a ticket. You buy a ticket for $10. 
um, and then that will unlock that film for you. Um, so anyone that's done like Amazon movies or whatever, um, they're used to that kind of unlock um, this film. Uh, and then they've got, I think once you unlock it, you have seven days to watch it. Um, and then once you start watching it, once you hit play, you've got 48 hours to kind of finish it. Um, so yeah, you sit at home and you can do it on your computer. You can do it on, if you have a Roku box or an Apple TV, um, you can sit in your living room and watch um, all of our movies, but you click on them and yeah, uh, if you've got that all access pass, you can watch everything. Um, if you want to just go and uh, like, oh, I'm just going to watch a couple documentaries, um, 10 bucks a piece and you'll get through those. I'm curious to hear how this last year watching events get canceled everywhere affected you. And was there ever any fear that you guys would have to cancel the Omaha Film Festival for for this year? Yeah, you know, so we, the festival, has, it's always funny, uh, in mid-January, I'll see somebody and they're like, oh, you're probably starting to plan the festival, right? I'm like, well, no, we've actually been uh, planning this since the, the last one ended. You know, we actually start planning the next one. So um, we started taking entries last May um, for this year's festival. Um, so the ball has been uh, rolling downhill um, quick uh, since May. And then we've got, I've got 24 judges watching feature films, documentaries, short films, reading screenplays, kind of in preparation of the stuff that we're going to screen. So that's a little bit prohibitive. Um, and I think there's, a, there's enough of a percentage of um, people in Omaha that like film festivals and like kind of that independent type movie. Um, that I think, you know, it's worth it for me. It's, you know, it's a sacrifice, certainly, and I, I don't get paid. Um, but I think it's worth it to, to continue the event. Um, but we just needed to pivot and, you know, kind of make it more accessible. Um, but I do anticipate, like, a significant financial impact from it. <laughs> I think, you know, we're going to have uh, attendance is going to be way down. And so we'll see. We'll see how many people uh, locally embrace the virtualness of it all. So let's talk a little bit. You mentioned the theaters and stuff and that there are in-person screenings. What are those going to look like? I've been, I've been, I've done a lot of research and I've really kept my finger on the pulse of what's going on in the country. And uh, I, I really want to, I want to be safe personally. Um, and I, I want all of our attendees to be safe as well. Cause that's, I mean, that's the most important thing to me. But one of the cool things about a film festival is just being able to interact with other people and, uh, and be around other people. And I think that's, we're losing that this year and that's kind of a bummer. So I thought if there's any way that we can do um, to safely put movies up on a screen, um, I would like to try that. Um, so we do have six films that are, um, have local interest in them. Let's put those up on the big screen. Let's get people in. Um, let, we'll limit the crowd size. Uh, we've got the biggest theater at Exarbon Cinema. Um, so theater number four is the one that has the most space in it. Um, and then they use uh, cinemasafe.org um, is a company that's got, you know, recommendations on what to do with, uh, with the venue. Um, so they, you know, they follow all those procedures as far as cleaning things between screenings. And then they have a fogger that they fog between each screening as well. So everyone can be safe. So, yeah, so we'll show uh, a feature film uh, on Friday night, March 12th, um, and then a Nebraska short film block. And then on Saturday, we'll have a documentary. Uh, made by a local uh, Omaha comedian, Richard Grease, who's awesome. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of the challenges, some of the challenges for you guys this year, and then also just some of the things you're actually looking forward to about trying this different format that might actually continue in the future. Yeah. The, you know, the the biggest challenge uh, is financial, right? I mean, uh, it's just you know we're used to having you know, 8,000 people over six days uh, in, in a space together. 
Um, and, and then with that comes, uh, you know, a bunch of sponsorship and a bunch of, you know, ticket prices and pass prices and merch um, and all the other things that come with hosting a big event. Um, all of that goes away this year. Um, so, you know, we used to have a, we're used to having a big silent auction table with, you know, a hundred items on it. And, and we make, you know, several thousand dollars on that. So all of that stuff, our merch will still be there during those two days. Our, our silent auction will still be there over those two days, um, but they're going to be much smaller than, um, than what we're used to. So um, I guess the financial impact is probably going to be um, the greatest. Uh, the, but the positives, like I kind of already mentioned, is uh, the accessibility, I think. Um, I, I personally know some people that, you know, have a hard time getting out to the theater, um, whether it's, uh, you know, a physical challenge or, or whatever else. Um, so now being able to watch um, all of our content um, from home um, is, has been a positive for them. And then, you know, like the other piece I mentioned earlier, um, being able to watch 100% of everything, not having to choose between this feature film and this short film block. Now you can watch them both. Um, so I think, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of benefits to that part of it. So so we're excited to, you know, hopefully people will embrace that, um, the virtualness of it all. Um, and then the people that have the need to kind of get out and, and be around people and um, and safely kind of be in a theater setting. I think, you know, I'm really looking forward to that part of it as well. Great, Mark. Is there anything else that uh, you wanted to touch on before we head out? Yeah, you know, a couple other things. So uh, one of the other events that we have is our Writers Theater, um, which, you know, that's always happening during our films, uh, and it's always in a different building. Um, in the past, it's been, you know, we've had all of our films at Exarban Cinema, and then the Writers Theater um, is over at College of St. Mary. Um, so if you're in the middle of watching a bunch of films, it's hard to kind of break away and go down, you know, down the street to, to watch the writer's theater. So now the writer's theater is going to be virtual again. Um, we're going to be uh, shooting all of that stuff this coming Saturday uh, and it's going to be on camera and then we'll edit it together and then we'll be able to put our writer's theater. So that's, that's our uh, screenplay finalists. Um, we do live reads with actors. Um, and so they'll act out, um, you know, in a reading format, um, act out the scripts that we have. So, um, pretty cool opportunities. Now more people are going to be able to access that. Um, and then same thing with our um, Off Academy, which you're very well well, well aware of. Um, yeah, I was actually you know, going to ask you about that. For for uh, you know full disclosure for everyone, I volunteered the past two years at uh, at the Off Academy, and uh, it's an amazing program. So I'm excited to hear what's happening with them this year. Yeah, super cool event, and it's you know honestly one of my favorite things that we do. Um, after after doing the festival for like I said, coming up on 16 years, like being in that room um, with 150 screaming kids that are like excited about being out of the class and excited about learning about filmmaking, um, like that's one of my favorite events. Um, and now that that's virtual, uh, so that's that's kind of a bummer. Um, but again, we want to be safe and we want um, you know we want to do the right thing. So. Um, we are, we've uh, got together with a bunch of filmmakers here in town um, last fall, and we shot seven videos, um, videos on cinematography, editing, lighting, um, audio, uh, things like that. So um, we put together all this content. So now uh, if you're an off academy kid um, or a teacher that has a classroom full of people, because some, some schools are in person, some are virtual, um, we've got this content at least. Now you'll be able to um, buy a buy a virtual pass for the off Academy um, that gets you into all the films, but then specifically for you guys, um, you'll be able to sign in and then watch, uh, you know, each of the, each of the little short films are about 20 minutes long. 
Uh, and then you'll hear from like Ben Dricky is a local cinematographer. He has a production company, um, Torchworks here in town. So he's one of the favorites every year of all the kids that come to it. So he's on camera and he's talking about cinematography. So just sort of little short lessons um, that I think are, uh, it might be easier for them to digest watching a short video as opposed to just being freaked out and like surrounded by 150 kids and like it's a, it's a big space and it's exciting and all that. So I know sometimes it's hard to listen to the, um, the instructors on, on stage that are, you know, talking about the subject. So maybe this will be a little opportunity for them to kind of maybe learn more um, by, by hearing this and, you know, and then a break from hearing their teachers talk about math and science and whatnot. Now you get to learn about filmmaking. So, so that part of it should be fun. So we'll see how it goes. Thank you so much to Mark Longbreak from the Omaha Film Festival for speaking with me today. For more information about this show, go to KIOS.org. And to find out more information about the Omaha Film Festival. For KIOS, I'm Joshua Allen LeBure. Thank you.